Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. 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 Welcome to episode 12, season 9 of Talking Raptors. Barry Taylor here with Nick Reynolds. How's it going? Doing good, man. We're the best in the world. We're never going to lose. Nope. Never again. Never, ever again. Broadcasting, as always, on Raptors Republic, raptorsrepublic.com. One six, another six, six from a six. Drake, here's your royalty money. Any uh, Anything going on? He brought Adonis to a game. He did. Looked like he lasted a half and then was kind of like... And then the kid was gone, which was hilarious. I'm like, I don't know where... Where did you put the kid? The nanny showed up. Hope you know? so. Or, or maybe you just left him at the bar at halftime. Just in Masai's office. <laughs> Doors <laughs> you, locked. You deal with this. <laughs> Here's a computer with the internet. We'll be back in two quarters. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick. Real quick. Bit of a lingo update. Uh-oh. Just, just did a bit more of a deep dive, mm-hmm. trying to find more answers. There was a lingo game show updated version that came out in the early 2000s with Chuck Woolery. Okay? Wow. So to suggest this idea has been buried somewhere. No, no, no. No, no, no. And it was called Lingo. It's the exact same game as Wordle. <laughs> okay, it's the exact same fucking game as Wordle. It was hosted by Chuck Woolery. It's on YouTube. It's easy to find. New York Times, I cannot believe you didn't do your dil- due diligence. Wordle. Thing one. Recap since the last podcast. Lots we, gone on. We won it all. Yeah, we haven't lost. So. Been undefeated. Fred Van Vliet's an all-star. Yeah. Pascal Siakam's player of the week. Scotty's going to be in the skills competition. Scotty's in the skills competition. Fred's in the three-point competition. Yeah. What a great time to be alive. Nick Nurse said he's going, supporting nice. supporting the boys. Love it. It was a great 10 days. It's amazing, 10 days. How are you feeling? Um, honestly, I'm like, we could fuck up anybody. I truly believe that. Yeah. I really believe. Like, for sure, I think Miami and... Milwaukee are like, you know, top tier Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And then Brooklyn and Cleveland and Philadelphia and then us. But I think in a best of seven, I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll roll the dice. Yeah. You, you don't know? want to see us in a best of seven. No. Man. You don't want to see us in the playoffs. No, no. And that's where Raptors thrive. You know? and, and we're not going to be in the play in either. So we'll be waiting. Starting five, man. We're good to go. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I... Even Delano, man, I'm like, I just love how he just runs all the time. <laughs> he's, just, he's just running all the time he's with running. ball or without ball. He's sprinting. <laughs> you see his hair flying in the background? Yeah. It just makes him look faster. Like, whoa. Uh, speaking of that, dude, like I, I was getting really annoyed uh, at the OKC game. Um, like Delano doesn't look like his hair is hitting him in the face very often. Just the way it's braided, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of is naturally set back. Mm-hmm. But Josh Giddy, okay, like he kept touching his hair. You know that like emo thing where you brush your hair. Oh yeah, like, Steve Nash used to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. out of control. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, how do you play basketball with your hair in your eyes like that? I didn't notice Giddy doing it. That's funny. Though. Nonstop, he was doing it. It like, could be a white guy thing. Every, yeah. I mean, for sure, it's a white <laughs> guy like, thing. Yeah, we like to brush our hair out of our eyes. Yeah, and just put it behind the ear. You know, the or Steve Nash. Maybe it's like you know, getting a little sweat, getting a little, you know. A little sweat in your hands. Okay. Feel the ball a little bit sure, better. Sure. Yeah. You know. Okay. You know how LeBron puts his hands in his jersey. Oh, is that why he does that? Yeah, to get his hands warm. I think. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know. If that's why he does it. But <laughs> you know, know what? I we just can, noticed weird takes about we people. We can one hundred percent say that it is why he does it. No one's going to prove us wrong except yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. So sorry. What are you saying about Delano's hair? Oh, you, you just didn't like Josh Giddy's hair. I, I just didn't like how much he touched his hair. Right. Okay. It was a weird tick that Nash had. Yeah, it was it was it was obsessive. Yeah, 
And I used to have hair like that in high school, like over my eyes, and I would do the same thing. It's just it feel you feel it on your forehead, and you're like, get off me, and you can't stop doing it. But I'm like, I would never play sports with that. Put a headband on. Yeah, aside from Giddy's hair, everything's been great. Chris I mean, Boucher. That's not our problem, Giddy's hair. No, no, it's not. I think about OKC. I was thinking they might be my next favorite team to watch, though. Once they're healthy, you know, because they've got Shea. Yeah. They got Lou Dort. Yeah. Giddy's going to be great. Good old Canadian boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, a, it's a fun team. Yeah. I'm. Not, I mean, yeah. They're fun, I guess. I don't know. They're garbage, but <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're. I guess they're fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's just you. You like Shea a lot. That's what. That's really what. Yeah. It is. really is. I actually finally, hometown boy. I'm looking at maybe getting a jersey. Whoa. Like, yeah. I feel like I have to, but the OKC jerseys are just just so shit. Get like that nice hot orange one. <laughs> right. Like it's like. Ugh. There's one blue one that just says. OKC. Yeah. The dark blue like, one. Yeah. I was like, Do they maybe, still have that jersey this year. I not this year. No, but. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, I don't think technically Shea's ever worn the dark blue. I can't remember. It was there when KD was there. And then I don't think it was there. I don't think they've used it when he was there. I know I know what jersey you're talking about. I'm trying to I'm trying to think if I saw Chris Paul in that jersey ever. I don't really I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But man. I think you should you should. That's a No, I got you know a hometown okay, hero, man. Here's something. Here's something. I swear to God, this is a serious consideration. What let me let me get your thoughts on this. This is a big question. What about a Kia Nurse jersey? Whoa. That's okay. fire. Right? Yeah. Because a couple things. We've all we've talked about this before, how the WNBA jerseys are argu- arguably better. Yeah. Than and the NBA. and also but they don't sell them anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean, I would have loved if she was still on New York. Right. I like their jerseys. The Phoenix jerseys are like, eh, you know? I'm not mad at them. I like them. They're okay. They're okay. They got the gradient one, right? They- yeah. Yeah. But a Kia Nurse jersey, I was like, that could be, I could do that. I want to throw back Jamal McGlure jersey. Scarborough's finest, buddy. Yeah, well, that's a that's, good idea. That's what I need. That's a good idea. Yeah. Don't, I, I don't really like those jerseys of that time. No, though, I know. I know. I'm, I'm serious about the Kia Nurse jersey, though. I'm, I'm looking. I've looked up a couple. That's a sick jersey. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. So if you had told little elementary school Barry that there'd be, first of all, a women's professional league and one of the best players would be from Hamilton, it'd blow my fucking mind. Yeah. And if you said one of the best players in the NBA is from Hamilton, would nev- never, never, never would have, never in a million years would have believed you. You mean yeah. hockey. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. So I've got to support in whatever way I can. Other than that, though, the Raptors are out the fuck control. Life's good, man. We're probably never going to lose again. Pascal Siakam is a uh, top five player in the goddamn NBA right now. He's incredible. He's absolutely incredible. And he's starting to get the respect around the league. People are starting to be like, oh, no, he's back. And he's actually better than he was in 2019, yeah. 2020. I, even Kendrick Perkins got on a, got on and said, they're Toronto Raptors playing like one of the best teams in the league. Carry Bar- on. Uh, Barkley said that on thursday on tnt as well when they were doing recaps he's like this is he's like this team is scary they're under the radar right now that's amazing yeah it's happening it is it is and then you look at what happened well we'll get into the trade deadline on thing too but i'm at the point again we're watching games are just like like i'm happy you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's like when you've got like good plans for the night you're like oh fuck the raptors are playing tonight yeah and it's back to being an event (laughs) that you look forward to yeah yeah like last year of course, still watching every game, but not excited about it. I hate watching. More, yeah, more like it. Exactly. Yeah. It was like going to work. Like, yeah. Right, let's do this. We yeah. got to do it. And honestly, it feels like, and we've been here before as a team, it feels like we should win every game now. Yes. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pull this game off, man. That's exactly it. Because they're for sure feel like, again, like Miami, Phoenix, Golden State, Milwaukee. Yeah, they're better teams. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm not, I'm not afraid of them in the best of seven. No. What happens in the question of the week? The Miami best of seven. It's a wash, buddy. We're beating them. We're beating them in four. Get out of here, man. So speaking of which, Kyle Lowry has a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, man. That's Canadian. It's like crypto based, right? Yeah, and Good it's Lord. it's a Canadian Super Bowl commercial. I, I, I am man. I'm in. I like that. I like that he's still repping us. Well, I mean, I don't think he's going to get one in uh, in America, right? So it's like... Uh, that's what I was wondering. That check is a little bit lower yeah. for that Canadian one than it would have been for an American one. He could have got like a... Yeah, no, you're right. 
And then did you see just real quick about Kyle Lowry on Thursday night when he got the triple double and then he's getting interviewed after the game and Jimmy Butler came up to him or whatever? I did not see this. Oh, uh, it's pretty funny. It's just basically they're like he's being interviewed and he's being all like serious and and then Jimmy comes up and he's like, "Did you get the triple double?" And Kyle's like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then you hear the commentators like, yeah, yeah, you got it, man. You got it. And he's like, no, no, no. And then Jimmy just starts losing his mind. He's like, triple double. <laughs> he's like, this is, he's like, I know I got the triple double. I didn't want you guys to tell yeah. Jimmy because <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. That's great. Yeah. So the man's happy. Good for him, man. We're all happy. We're all happy. Everything's good. Gorin got the hell out of it. It all worked out for everybody. Everything is good. Thing two. Speaking of Goron. Getting the heck out of here. The trade deadline. Holy shit. What a day. The NBA is the goddamn best, It man. really is. It really is. Maybe it's because this one was even more enjoyable just because last year was so stressful. Oh, yeah. That was one of the most stressful days of my, the last 10 years of my life was that trade deadline. It was It was a sad time. Yes. I, the, the, and then this year was just so fun. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. So, Goron for Thad Young. Miss him already. <laughs> come back Lauren we miss you buddy the best is who was even talking about San Antonio do you know what I mean like, he wasn't <laughs> right? yeah, but all these all these talking heads it's like is, are we gonna flip it to Indiana are we, there's a New York LA yeah, yeah. trade like all this stuff and it's like no nah, we're going to San Antonio it's yeah. that young like oh no one no one had that no. at all anywhere no I, I like that Masai and, and, and San Antonio Ari Beaford and Pop They got a good relationship man like, I feel so yeah Let's fucking go Let's make some deals here I don't know I'm good with that Young It's got an expiring contract I, Dude I'm not mad at it at all Also I do want to say Like people uh, I saw online A lot of people were like mad Like well we got Thad Young For Goran Like I thought we were, What the fuck did you think We were going to get Yeah exactly For Goran Dragic Exactly That was the other thing too Is even those rumors When they're like Uh was like, oh, it could be Goran and a pick for Miles Turner. It's like, why the fuck would Indiana do that? What, who Miles Turner is really good. Like, yeah, I, they can get more than Goran and a draft pick from fucking Miles Turner. It's yeah. insane. It's it's it, I don't know. Is this a weird discourse? And then like, uh, just to see how mad people are at Goran Dragic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like guys, he he was just there for money. Like we we wanted yeah. Precious. That's what Masai wanted. He wanted to get Precious. We needed Dragic, and immediately they're like, bro, we don't don't come around here no more. It's the best. Don't come around here. Like any of us are ever going to question that front office? Yeah. Besides you and Bobby Webster, are you? I mean, we shouldn't, but fucking psychopaths still do, Barry. Right, that's what know. I mean. It's like, where do you get the balls? Yeah, I don't know. question anything these men do. You know? I think we've talked about it before in this podcast. Is like people are just way too confident in themselves <laughs> and their opinions. <laughs> like, they don't need to say everything out loud, man, or on Twitter. No, exactly. Thad Young, man. Hey, surprise, surprise. He's 6'8", almost 6'9", mm-hmm. giant wingspan. And someone that the Raptors have wanted for a long time. Yeah, he's a veteran. And he has, like, he has, I mean, he's older now, obviously, but he in the, his day, he would have games where he'd go off and yeah. do shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's... He was he was good on the Bulls, man. And then I, I think he played a different role in San Antonio. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of San Antonio games. This. No, no point. No, but hey, man, he's a good he's a good bench player. I'm down. Good good locker room guy. I heard. It's not gonna yeah, come it seems in, like yeah. disrupt anything. Just totally. gonna come in and do his goddamn job, baby. And again, in no position to question anything. That is really the greatest feeling in the world is when you have the best president and general manager in basketball. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, man, I don't know. They're going to figure it out. Why the fuck do I even talk about this stuff? They, you know? I know. They they know what they're doing, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's that's what you you want that more than the best players. You want the best management. Because you're, like, oh, you're, yeah. you're I going to make the team the best. Like We've said this before. It's like, I, would you, you know, who would you take? Like, it's Masai Ujiri over Everyone, any player. Ever. For sure. 100%. The big one though, the Harden, Ben Simmons. What are your what are your, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, man, James Harden. It's dude. I've gone back and forth on this a bunch of times. Hilarious. Okay, this is all LeBron's fault. How how so? It's the decision, man. He's like, you know what? Mm. If you're good, you be able to do whatever fuck you want. Go wherever the hell you want. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. Well, this is my first question. Do you think? Because initially I was like, oh, I guess Daryl Morey won, right? And the majority of people, and I have time for these discussions, are saying, no, Philadelphia got fleeced. 
it, it looks like that to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I can see. I can, but the only when I initially saw it, I was like, "Oh, Daryl Morey won." Because who? What better player could he get for Ben Simmons? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why. He, I was like, but he 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 got exactly what he wanted. This yeah, is, exactly. This is what the the thing is, right? Like. Daryl Morey and James that shit is like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg do you know what I mean like they're they're yeah. wicked to get each other they're wicked together they do the best shit together right so it's always this This has always been the case and Daryl's always been like you know the rumors of this has been happening like over a year right so it's yeah. like he went and got his man yeah exactly and even to that though like the stuff people were talking about like the projected trades it was like De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons but they had to throw in they also had to take on Tobias Harris yeah you know and then James Harden, I'm like, yeah, man, that's a great whatever. Like, he's fat and... No, but th this is what he does every time he wants to leave. He's yes. like, I, I don't know how to play basketball anymore. Oh, is this it? Is James Harden on his way out? And you're like, no, he's fucking still amazing at basketball <laughs> exactly. when he wants to play. I don't know which a player he could have got better than James Harden is what I'm saying. That's why I was like, oh, he won. But then you look, what Brooklyn got, holy shit. Like, Ben Simmons is still gonna be good especially on that team when he literally does not have to ever shoot no like, that team is all shooters it's all fucking shooters yeah it, it's great for all sides seems everybody like involved yeah seems like that yeah and i mean like in the scenario seth, seth curry's been really good and everyone's like oh they lost their shooting and you're like but seth curry is good in the regular season but he can't guard nobody in the playoffs so just based on the circumstances i feel like it was good for philadelphia like i don't you know yeah I mean, I guess we'll see in the future how good yes. it was, right? Well, that, that'll be the true test. What, what happens for the rest of this fucking season? But that, that's who they wanted. <laughs> they knew Ben Simmons is not going to play for their team. And and you got James Harden. There you go. What, what, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Lemonade out of lemons, man. <laughs> it was interesting. The amount of people, including ESPN, that were straight up shitting on James Harden, though. Like, yeah. Even as soon as the trade was announced, there were a couple people on the panel... On ESPN, they were like, if they give him the Supermax in two years, it'll be the worst league or the, le the worst deal in league history. They're like, if you're giving that guy $60 million a year, you're fucked. But do you think, because the NBA always seems to go like when you, you're like, oh, this is what's going to happen. It never happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like, could you not see just out of nowhere, like next year, James Harden comes back like just ripped. Buddy, I can see it this year. Exactly. You know <laughs> I can I mean? see that shit this year still. Like he's going to come back. He's going to lose 30 pounds in two yeah. weeks somehow and then just be like Houston Rockets, James Harden. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Are you going to see point guard James Harden? But it is crazy that in all of this, it's uh, James Harden now is the bad guy over Kyrie Irving, which is fucking incredible to me. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They were not getting along apparently. No, no. A couple articles have come out since saying... They did not see eye to eye. I feel like they have very different lifestyles, those two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but hey. I, I, I can't wait to see uh, James Harden on a goddamn dirt bike with Meek Mill in Philadelphia. It's going to be fucking amazing. March 10th, they play in Philadelphia. Woo! Cannot wait for that day. That is going to be a lot of fun. Do you think Simmons will play? Is that guy even, has played? has he played basketball? Well, Rich Paul said there there's a lot of work to do. Well, there was a lot of work to do you know when I mean? he was in peak physical shape. Yeah, right. So it's like I don't know what that means. I, I feel like that means no. <laughs> like there's just like nah, he's not done shit. So wow. But March 10th, that's almost a month away. That's they gotta they gotta have it together by then. Oh, you know? it's not like he has to get shots up. Everybody just starts sprinting, start running, to go for jogs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. If anything, at least there's being some real discussion about mental health in all this you know what i mean like, yeah. there's been a few reporters that have actually addressed him and like yo we should probably talk about this man's mental health the fact that he's he's willing to lose millions of dollars just to avoid this mental anguish you know yeah it's uh what an interesting story yeah everything just everything around it is just it's insane but also the mental health thing too you're like I mean, you, you care about it, the media I'm talking about. You, you care about it, but you also dis you shit on everybody at any yeah, chance you could yeah. possibly get. Yeah, it's fair. And then feign like, oh, it's, this is important, like, but you just shit on the kid <laughs> like, for, for over a year. <laughs> yeah. The all-star voting, how funny was that? When uh, Or not voting, sorry, the uh, draft. Yeah, that, that was great. Between LeBron and KD, and then the, <laughs> just the pettiness to leave him. <laughs> 
dead last. I'm about that pettiness. I'm like, leave the man dead last. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> and then she, and then Charles Barkley shits on him on the way out. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, yeah, he'll play now because he's tried it. It's great. Someone, uh, someone on Twitter was talking about how, how high uh, LeBron picked Demar. Like that's a direct shot to the Lakers front office. I'm like, Ooh. Like, I think LeBron had a lot to do with who was on his team, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I don't think that they uh, just brought Russ and told LeBron after the fact, hey, Russ is here now. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> hope that's cool, man. What do you think is going to happen with that team? Uh, not good things. I think LeBron's just like, okay, it's over, buddy. Wait till my son comes. I'm dipping. Wherever my son goes. It would be going. hilarious if he asked for a trade to Cleveland now that they're winning. He should go back. That would be sick. Imagine Go back with and, those young boys. Him and Bronny in Cleveland? That'd be crazy. That would be nuts. Hey, man. <laughs> it's happened before, buddy. So he could... Oh, yeah. It's very possible. Yeah. That would be incredible. That would be great. Other trade deadline stuff. Serge Ibaka to the Milwaukee Bucks. I hate, I hate everything about that. Yeah, I, I want to see that guy playing. For I Milwaukee. saw the picture and it's disgusting. It's... I, and the Bucks are man, they're, they're goddamn, good, man. They're a fucking they're problem. Deep. They are good. That they and Miami are so deep. Yeah. And they're gonna fuck up a lot of teams. But I hate Serge Ibaka. On um, yeah. He could have gone anywhere. Like the Clippers was bad enough. This is the war. This At least worse. that was LA, though. Exactly. You're like you belong in LA. And Serge, you're a star, baby. Out of the conference. Like we don't gotta deal with you. Yeah. This is worse. Now you're in Wisconsin. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Ugh. I hate everything about it. He's going to have to wear a Cream City jersey? Jesus <laughs> Christ. That one bothered me more than anything. I yeah, me like, too. I don't, I don't like this at all. No. Um, Chris Saps to Washington. Sure. Whatever. Um, I don't know. Beal's out for the season, I think. Mm-hmm. The one that seemed to get the most attention, though, was the Sabonis to Sacramento, which, again, when that first happened, I was like, why? What, what, what is this? Tyrese Halliburton is amazing, bro. Yeah, and... Buddy, Twitter lost their goddamn mind. Yeah. Because Halliburton was in that deal. The Sacramento fans are like, burn the fucking arena down, <laughs> yeah. dude. What the dude. fuck is this team? Shout out to Sacramento fans, man. You are a fucking basketball fan if you're a Sacramento Kings fan. Good Lord, yeah. Holy shit, they've gone through it on like every level. Even going back to the, the Lakers screw game. Weber? Game six. Yeah. yeah, like everything. Everything's yeah. happened to that friend. They were supposed to be moved. A couple years ago, they like literally thought it was over. They haven't been good since I've been a, a little boy, like a, a child. Never, dude. no. They well, they had an amazing team, and the NBA was like, "Fuck you, the Lakers going to the finals." They're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Now they lost Halliburton, which by all accounts is not not good, dude. Apparently, this is uh, they told him that they weren't going to trade him, and then they traded him, and he started crying. No, yeah. Well, there's that clip going around right after he was traded, like from a week earlier, where he's like, I'm here for the long term. I'm going to change the culture. <laughs> yeah. He's such a nice kid, man. He's on JJ Reddick's podcast all the time, like uh, as like a correspondent. He seems like a great kid. And he's a fucking wicked basketball player. It's weird, man. It's very weird. I, I was like, why? I don't know. I like him a lot better than De'Aaron Fox. He's got a way better contract, though. De'Aaron Fox is just an athlete. He's just fast. I don't know if he's great at basketball. Sacramento, man. I don't, uh, that's fucked up. They keep doing what they're doing. Listen, man. but that's all that said, though. Sabonis is really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the dude's a two time all star. Sure. He's really good. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like they got shit. Yo, they didn't get the, they didn't get his dad either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. He's yeah. still young, Sabonis. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know what you're doing with your team. Like, you're, you're all money in and Deer and Fox and. It's weird. It's literally the first time you got a draft pick right in. in Ever. Ah, Davion Mitchell is good too. He's he can play some D. Because you ruined Marvin Bagley, or Marvin Bagley ruined himself. Like that's he's not. So I guess you needed Sabonis. You needed a big, I guess. But I don't know what happens with Rashawn Holmes now. Like who knows? I don't know what they're doing over there. Thank God that is not our front office. There's just no rhyme or reason to anything they do ever. No. <laughs> and then when they did get it right, when they got it right in the Weber years. Yeah, and then the NBA is like, no, 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 no. This can't happen. Yeah. All in all, very exciting trade deadline day. Mm-hmm. Is anything else we're forgetting? Oh, Karis LeVert to Cleveland. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's all right. Cleveland's Cleveland's all right, man. Yeah, Karis LeVert's good if he ever like is healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. always dinged up. Something's always wrong with him. 
hey man it was fun that was a fun day of trade deadline gotta say yeah i like that we're like the core is the core and we're we're we get better internally that's how we're doing we're bringing thad young gives yeah. some goddamn support for a, a bench that doesn't always do any, uh anything right so it's like we got a competent vet now that can run with those boys and the other thing maybe the one other significant thing for the raptors is that boucher did not move no here's the thing because he's been playing really well the last two three weeks he's also been podcasting <laughs> he's been podcasting how you listen to it was it i listened to it any any good or uh, it was you know he's getting his feet wet i guess he <laughs> he uh out of nowhere just started taking shots at will lou which yeah, i was like I this is amazing yeah, yeah shout out to will lou yeah but he's been playing really well like the last two to three weeks yes and it like works Bro, yeah yeah over like a month i mean a bit man he's been he's been yeah. awesome dude. he's been yeah and so here's here's the question though because let's face it he's exactly what this team is right he's a long dude yeah they can shoot threes oh yeah he's exactly like the template for this this is team. what we want so maybe do they re-sign him yeah i think so because listen man he's not i sure he could probably get more money somewhere else someone will probably offer him he might take the home get a hometown discount right yeah like, because he's in like they could be like hey chris if you keep your fucking shit together you're doing what we want well what's crazy about chris is uh, you know, he's been asked multiple times, like, how could, like, you know, what's happening? And he's like, well, I just, uh, you know, I started playing my role. Like, and I was like, what the fuck were you doing before? Mm-hmm. Why weren't you doing that from the beginning of the season? Like, yeah, I don't good. understand. That's a good question. But maybe, you know, being in the starting lineup a few times, you think you ought to do more. And you're like, no, 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 just do exactly what you're, you're good at, baby. Yeah. He's been awesome. And it's like that. He's like doing exactly what you need. You're like, he's coming off the bench. He's killing it. You could see like them being like, yeah, man, let's re-sign this guy. Like he's doing what we want. We're not going to find another version of this, you know, no. for for this price. Yeah. Interesting. I was even thinking that this whole past week. I was like, they might just re-up this dude. Yeah, it's it's very possible. Give him like a two or three year contract, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's, that's perfect length. He's not that uh, young. No, no, it's so, not. He's deceivingly older than Speaking of hair, by the way, and, uh, and keeping that out of your eyes, uh, what the hell kind of headband is a uh, Boucher who had been wearing these past few games? It's pretty fat. It's yeah, and it's like it's not. It doesn't look like a like towel material. It's like fucking like a shooting sleeve on his head. The, the, the whole man's an, an enigma. Everything he sure he is. Does. He's posting about it's meat day. On, uh, yeah, National Meat Day. One of the one of the shout out to Chris. Get your money, man. <laughs> Slim Jim partnerships. Yeah, National Meat Day. The comments on that post were I, the caption is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. There's no such thing as National Meat Day. Hey, Amen. Chris Boucher. It actually was actually National Pizza Day. On the day he said it was National Meat Day. Hmm. So some emails got crossed up there. <laughs> three thing. Thing three. Gary Trent Senior. Did you see him? sitting in the stands prior to the road trip and he had a fucking gigantic gt bracelet i did not see that oh buddy i got a picture of it i'll text you here's the thing i don't know if we ever talked about this in the podcast do you know what his uh siblings are named who garrett senior or junior uh junior like no. so uh, gary trent senior's kids names okay well we got gary trent junior sure we have like garrison no swear to god and then grayson <laughs> and like i swear to god dude <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me actually bring this up, dude. This just came to my brain. I remember I saw that. I'm like, this is so he's got four, four uh, boys, and that's uh, Gary Trent Jr., Garrison, Grayson, and Graydon. <laughs> wow, got stuck on that one page of the baby book names. Eh? Yeah, he's, he's like, fuck this. Or he's like, I need no, I need Gary in every fucking name. Wow. Well, ch- I just text you the image of his uh, his GT. I guess it's a bracelet. Whoa. Right? Look at that thing. That is uh, iced out, yeah. son. Yeah, that's big. His, but, son, his son must have bought that. Hey, how much money did Gary Trent Sr. make? That's what I was wondering, too. It was like back, that must have been, you know, 20 years ago at least. He, he yeah. Make, he wasn't making that much money. No, maybe invested. He's good. also raising four boys. Man, he's got some bills. Bunch of Garys. Right? <laughs> Whole lot of Garys in that house, man. Speaking of Gary, how goddamn amazing is Gary Trent Jr.? And trade deadline, like, it's amazing anyone picks up the phone for Masai Ujiri yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah. swear I read an article that they were that Portland was trying to trade us back Norman Powell. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, for Gary Trent. <laughs> yeah, well. What are you out of your goddamn minds, fellas? I wouldn't I wouldn't blame them. Um speaking of Gary Trent Sr., so yes. he was on a he was on the Will's uh show. Will Lou's show. Oh, okay. And uh he was just talking about how his son was depressed in Portland. Oh, I did hear this. Yeah. Yeah. He was just talking about how he's like it was awful to go visit him, like he was always down. Hmm. And uh, and now he's like playing with joy. He loves basketball. He's always happy now. Hmm. And uh, they asked Gary yesterday. He's like, Toronto opened me with open arms. There's nowhere in, uh, I'd rather be. I love it here. That's nice. Well, he was in Portland. You got to think like Dame's obviously taking a ton of shots. CJ was. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention the New Orleans trade. Yeah. CJ is gone. See, yeah. New Orleans is going to be pretty fun to watch i think well, i like ingram if zion ever comes back if he ever comes back even without him though i'm a, I'm a i really like ingram i like that guy not only with cj yeah JV. oh yeah that's fun yeah it's a cool cool little team they got going on there <laughs> yeah, no one a, goes to see but uh, they got a neat little neat little basketball nice squad little there. thing going on up there they still owned by the league i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, but but yeah he's uh well, he definitely is free to shoot on this team. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And he definitely takes his shots. So, fuck, man. He's uh, he's unleashed, baby. It's working. Yeah. It's all working. Thank God we got him the hell out of Portland. And thank God Norm got the hell out of Portland, too, man. Yeah, happy for that, man. Yeah, dude. Get, getting to go home. Going man. home, he was so pumped. Clippers. Okay, like again. I, you know what? I'm, Stop I'm, trying to BS, but. I'm over it. The future's too bright for me to give a shit about that stuff anymore. I don't. I don't care anymore. That's a good point. I'm, I literally am more mad that Surge is on Milwaukee. That that's I fucking that. way worse yeah. than Norm going. It's terrible to play with Kawhi. Thing four, four for the thing. Thing four. So we're coming up to the All Star break. Team's been healthy, getting their groove. So you can see the chemistry starting to work. That also look at this segue. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it, buddy. That's good work. Applies to the broadcast. Yes, sir. And Alvin Williams is fucking cooking. Yeah, he's on fire, man. He is. He's crushing right yeah. now because he was, as many of us talked about, either on this podcast or on Twitter, and that he seemed to be nervous at the beginning of the year. He's comfortable now, man. He is. He's good. Telling it like it is. goddammit. it. <laughs> I'm a big fan, man. And yeah. he's given some of the inside stuff that you want to hear, like mm-hmm. when he was shooting, shitting on Debo. Yeah, Debo. in the Chicago game, and then against i think it was the houston game he was talking about sam mitchell and trade deadline stories and then how sam mitchell would come to the team after trade deadline and be like yo no one wanted you guys that's amazing <laughs> he's, like, he's like yeah we tried no one wanted you yeah, i guess we're stuck with you you idiots <laughs> yeah better start playing uh yeah man alvin's alvin's cooking dude I, I think it was the okc game when he had uh devlin giggling like a little boy <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it was incredible yeah he, man, he got comfortable quick. Yeah. He got comfortable real quick, and it's just it's awesome, man. The whole broadcast. And can I ask you this question? Let's, let's do, do it. Do you think the comfort level has anything to do with having no fans around him? Hmm. Because it's a different animal when you're calling it in. Interesting. In. Uh, yeah, yeah. On the road, you know what I mean? Someone else is with fans around screaming, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. No, I don't think so. Only because he's, like, he was an NBA player. He's used to fans. Like yeah. screaming at him trying to fuck up his stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you're you're not you're talking on live television. It's not the same as playing basketball, something you've done your entire life, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. Yeah, it could be. Could be. You know? I, w- yeah. I will say this. I bet you Wally's not going to step to goddamn Alvin Williams. <laughs> hey, no, no. He absolutely is not. But he man, it's just like they're they're both TSN and Sportsnet. They're just cruising right now. Both yeah. broadcasts are fucking on fire. It's I think it has a lot to do with how good this team is too, man. It's like if we were shit, I think we'd be angry at a lot more things. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. 100%. 100%. Like, I'm sure Sacramento's not. Those fans aren't bigging up their broadcast team right now. Yeah, they got Mark Jones over there, baby. Oh, yeah. They okay, got Mark well, Jones. In my face. What the hell do I know? You're right. He's going to have to give a eulogy for Halliburton. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, no, you're right. I forgot Mark Jones was their guy. And Doug Christie. It's him and Doug Christie now, I yeah. think. Yeah. So. Doug Christie, man. What a what a fucking life that guy's had. Woo! If you go back and read those stories, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So I stand corrected. But all in all, though, man, just had to point out that the broadcast is on fire right now. Kicking ass. Amy Otterberg's still killing it. Fire. There was the one time she slipped up was when she asked OG the question about Texas. Yeah. It's just like. But it's just pure comedy, though. Oh no! It's, it's, it it's ended just, up being amazing. It's OG's uh, goddamn hilarious, man. Really is. 
What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair, though, because it was a weird question. Yeah. It was like basketball, basketball, basketball. What's your favorite thing about the state of Texas? Yeah. What? And he's like, what? <laughs> this is Oklahoma City we just played. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. She's been awesome since day one, really, since the get-go. Now Alvin's cooking. TSM broadcast is great. Life is good, man. Woo, baby. Open that bitch up. Left hands in. Let's go. Hey, mister. Thing five. Burger power rankings. It's that time of the week. Okay. We should real quick, though, preface that we think the burger drops order screwed up. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to redo that one. We we're going to redo them- it because they did not give us what we ordered. Yes. Which is... Listen, I believe it was A&W fucked up the order. When we, it is a strike against them. Okay, Don't get so me wrong. We, we're being more than understanding. Yeah. It's been a pandemic. We've all made mistakes. Of course. You know? So we'll go back to Burger Drops because they did not give us the proper order. They gave us plain burgers. Yeah. Which we did not order. No. So, fine. They're in a bit of a hole. Fine. But we're going to give them a chance to, to, to dig themselves out. It's only fair. It's fine. Okay? You made a mistake. We do it all the time. We'll be back to Burger Drops. This week, we went to Burger Priest. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll let you take it away. Well, Burger Priest, we went to... Which one did you go to, by the way? Uh, right by right there? Yeah, yeah, the the one on Queen West here. The uh, Multiple locations of Burger Priest. Several uh, locations. All Didn't there. realize there were that many. Booming franchise, baby. Several. yes. Um, and we got the High Priest, which is basically their, uh, you know, their double cheeseburger, their version of a Big Mac, basically. Um, the patties aren't as smashed... Uh, as the rest of the burgers we've had so far, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit thicker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, so you don't get that nice crust around it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he- healthy uh, dose of lettuce and sauce, very healthy, yes, right. And you got the, you know, the the bun was fine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it was. I mean, it's more bun than you're used to, right? Well, because they had the middle bun. That's right. This is the first double cheeseburger we've had that had the middle bun. I think that's called the club. I think that's okay. what that's called. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's a play on the I Big think. Mac, as you said. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And I, uh, man, I got that right now. It is not better than Rudy's, and it is not better than Maddie's Patties. But it is a damn good burger. I agree with that. I agree with all of that. Would you think it's going to see, again, burger drops... We, everything's with an asterisk now when we talk about you guys. Yeah. So we got to get this right. But assuming Burger Drops has a decent sauce, would you put the Burger Priest ahead of Burger Drops? I think so. Interesting. I think so. The only thing I think Burger Drops will have ahead of Burger Priest is the smashness of their patties. Mm-hmm. It is more smashed. And what are your thoughts on that? Do you like the smashed or do you... I do. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not familiar as you are with the smash patty, but I'm growing to love it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. The... Okay, I much prefer that over, you know, some people like a big thick. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want the... That's what Burger Priest was more leaning towards as well. A little bit, yeah. Less smashed, more thick. Mm-hmm. And it was very much its own version of a Big Mac. That's, yes. You know, the other Maddie's... Burger Drops and Rudy's is just it's just a double cheeseburger. Yeah, you know these guys. Burger Priest went full on. Yeah, their gourmet version of a Big Mac. Of a basically. Big Mac. So, which I hey, no problem with. But I'm no. just saying in comparison to the others, huh? So I would. So sorry, Maddie's and Rudy's obviously are staying one A, one B. But then who's going in a two for you? Is it Burger Drops or? As of right now, because of the misstep on Burger Drops part, uh, yeah, uh, it has to be. I think I agree it was with just that. a better burger than the one we had last week. It was, yeah. It's like we're judging figure skating and you fell on yeah. the triple axle. Sorry, okay, yeah. you fell. Idea like, was great. Yeah. yeah, it looked good in the air on paper. Fucking killed it. As soon as you hit the ice, you went down. So we're gonna have to deduct points. Yeah, that all. This all makes sense to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on board with all of this. So one A, one B remains. Maddie's Patties, Rudy's, two is Burger Priest 3, Burger Drops with an asterisk because we're going to give them a second chance. But also, I think, I feel like giving them the second chance, are are we not, that's going to count against their overall scores. And we're like, yeah, we got to, we have to give you guys a redo. I I think so. I mean, we won't do it officially, but I think subconsciously that will always be there. We we know you wronged us one (laughs) time. We can't avoid this. You put no sauce on the burger. What are we doing here? Yeah, we're giving you a second chance for fuck's sakes. Which burger joints do we have remaining? 
Um, we have Happy Burger and Extra Burger, and I think there might be one or two more. Thank you to everyone who also who's hit us up and sent us suggestions. We'll uh, keep those in consideration when we complete the list. But right now, the official Toronto Burger Power Rankings are Maddie's Patties at 1, Rudy's at 1A, 1B, excuse me, 2 is Burger Priest, and 3 is Burger Drops. That's right. How's this been going for you as you are, this is your wheelhouse? It's going pretty good, man. Are it's... we missing anything so far? Is everything... No, I'm really disappointed in Burger Drops. That's all still still, <laughs> still reeling from last week. Yeah. Um, burger Priest, I've had that. I've had that specific burger a bunch of times, and it's always it's always great. Can't go wrong. It is really good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely really good, and it's just better quality Big Mac is basically what it is. Yeah, and you don't and you feel better after eating it than yeah, you would. You don't feel like you just ate uh, plastic and cardboard. Yes. Well, shout out to Burger Priest. There are several locations all over the city, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you can. Check and they have like out. secret menu stuff too, and really, oh yeah, they got a they got a full. That was that was their big thing when they actually first came to the city. They have a secret menu. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, much like the priesthood has their secrets. Um, actually, uh, uh, I wouldn't say friend of the podcast at, by any means. I, <laughs> I'm actually just trying to figure out how to phrase this. this guy a ch- fellow we know, uh, <laughs> a guy we know who's a, a comedian, uh, Jeff Danson actually has his own burger. At Burger Priest, called no, the heavy. No, he doesn't. Does he? Facts. No, called he the, I swear to God, he has the heavy burger <laughs> on the secret menu. You can ask for the heavy burger, two V's. What? Yeah. Jesus. And there's like Christ. deep fried jalapenos on it. Like it's. Oh yeah, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What does this world come to? Well, I think the owner just. Uh... Listen, man. When you're rich, you can make a lot of things happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. That is very true. Wow, that's hilarious that they have a secret menu, much like the Da Vinci Code. You know, it's the, yeah, it's the Da Vinci Code of of burger places. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, they're going the something. whole religious route, right? I, I see there. what you're saying. There's something there. Did I t- did I explain this on the podcast that when I got the first vaccine shot, uh, whatever last year, whenever the fuck we had to get that, yeah, I uh, had never seen the Da Vinci Code. Oh, and I I thought I was fine. I got it, and you know, like just smoked a little bit of weed, sat down, watched the Da Vinci Code. Hmm. And uh, and then the vaccine kicked in, buddy. And I literally thought Jesus was talking to me in my dreams. Like I thought, thought was, I'm like, well, guys, see God, I'm dying. Wow, wow, yeah. no, definitely didn't talk about this. Yeah, before. so uh, I'm scarred from uh, uh, the Da Vinci Code. I don't think I finished that movie. That's wild. I didn't see the actual movie. I read the book. The book was really good. Like it's just like, oh, this is all most loser shit I've ever heard you say. You wordle playing psychopath. <laughs> it's a good book, man. It's a good book. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Hey man, do you uh, you have plans for Valentine's Day? Um, I don't, and uh, I really should. It's a it's a, it's a big problem. I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. Well, let me tell you something. If you want to be at the top of your game, Jack Health. Oh yeah, Jack Health has got it all. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting older. Oh, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm a big fan of Jack Health. Listen, buddy, being a guy's not easy. No, you know, sure it's easier than being a woman. Of course, but it's not easier than being a cat. No. Right? Cats, you just sleep all day. Yeah. Or, or a dog. Dog, sure. A lot of easier things to do than being a than being a man. But again, if you want to be the top of your game, Jack.Health has got you covered. They've got ED treatments, acne treatments, hair loss treatments, allergy meds, treatments to help quit smoking, testosterone replacement therapy, and more. And the best thing is you get it discreetly, privately. No one knows it's coming. Yeah, we uh, listen. These things can be em- embarrassing to talk about. Yeah, you don't want it to, be, you know. No, you don't want to have to go wait in the doctor's office and then go and mumble through your problems that are going on. Save yourself the trouble. Look, it. Let's be honest. You don't want your mailman and or woman seeing what you're getting get sent to your house either. Good, no, you you know, and you know they're nosy. They're looking. Listen, it's private and it's easy for the customer. There's treatments for sexual health, daily health, skin, and hair. Again, it is private. It is easy. And the shipping is free. Once again, it is jack.health. It's got everything you need. Head to toe. Head to toe and everything in between. Yeah, man. Because those are the important parts, right? Keep you healthy. Keep you healthy. Keep you at the top of your game. Fit and trim. It's what you want. Hard and long. That's <laughs> Amen. Again, you can place your order. They've got it all. You don't got to worry about any... Anyone looking over your shoulder, you don't got to worry about any awkward conversations. No. And that's the dream, really. Yeah. 
Jack.health. Get at the top of your game. We'll see you there. See you at the top. Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Thing six, many tricks. Twitter questions. Thank you to everybody who's up. Got a bunch of good ones. Thank you all. First question goes to Truth Life. What seed do the Raptors finish with and who's the ideal first round opponent? I'm hoping for the sixth seed and the Cavs, but it all depends on how the Nets look going forward. I'll take on anyone. Smash anybody. I'll take anybody. Ideal would be, you never know, man. Cleveland scares me. I don't want to play Cleveland. No. I'd rather play. They got some big boys over there. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I'd rather play uh, a Brooklyn or. I I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say I I would rather play fucking Kevin Durant. I just I would rather be the underdog is what I'm saying. I think we are. We're I mean we we are that no matter where guess, yeah, we, we could finish in first and we still be the goddamn underdog. Even against Cleveland. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I don't. Yeah, we might not be an underdog there. Hmm. I'm gonna say we finish fourth. I, I like that. It'll think go Miami or Milwaukee, Philadelphia. These guys. Whoa. That's what I'm talking about. Hold the lettuce. So do we really need a center? Just a big body to get in Pascal's way while he's making these beautiful gliding floaters consistently. You want a center? No, it's over. Neither do I. Man. I don't want it at all. Dude, I was honestly thinking that going up to the deadline when they're talking about they're like the Raps need a center. I'm like, I don't want a center. I love what I love this world. Now, if we had to play Joel Embiid in the playoff series, we might be we might be singing a different tune. Yeah. But oh, that's fine. Let's go, Cam Birch, baby. Thing is, like an Embiid or a, or a Jokic is going to destroy no matter what, right? So it's like what everyone else is. Gonna, what's everyone else going to do? We've got a we've got a f- motherfucker with a seven foot wingspan on him. Yeah, you know got, what I mean. We got precious baby. Oh, this is what I wanted to tell you. Been workshopping this by myself at home. Uh, every time precious touches the ball, I'm going with Chewy. So for what? precious a Chew, I'm calling him Chewy. <laughs> there you go, Chewy. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's what. Uh, they could throw out like a Chewbacca sound effect every time he gets a big poster dunk or something. <laughs> every time he airballs a three from. <laughs> Amazing. Chewy. Okay. From deep. But I uh, I agree with hold the lettuce. Uh, I think we both agree. Is we don't want to center. No, we got Chewy. Dude, and you can see it's starting to, people are starting to realize that what Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster are doing. Like everyone's always like, oh, this team's so long. But now they're like kicking the shit out of teams and they're like, oh, this doesn't, this oh, is different. Dude, like the, this is evolution. The right? scrambling defense. You're like, there, we can't do anything. What, what yeah. are you going to do? How do you score on that? Yeah, no, it's just because now that the starting five's healthy and it's yeah. like, this is it. This is what we want to do. And the chemistry just keeps getting stronger and stronger and yeah. stronger. It's so funny. You just see teams starting to realize they're like, oh, what? What? This yeah. isn't basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. It's great. Really is great. JP Larry OB. Which older star will Thad Young play like once he gets comfortable with the Raptors? Wow. I'm going to go... I don't know. What do you think? I'm hoping... Uh, I'm hoping... I don't know. I'm uh, I'm hoping Iguodala. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. <clears throat> it's like similar built bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's big ass shoulders. Dude, he's a great passer. Yeah. And he's a big hustle guy. Let's go. So maybe like... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dan Marley. I'm gonna go way back, way back. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Back to the lingo days, buddy. <laughs> Thunder Dan Marley <laughs> is my answer, JP. God damn Thank you, Marley. <laughs> Jesus Christ, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. You know, people listening to this that are going to watch the Super Bowl and have no idea who the hell Dr. Dre is. You know that? The headphone <laughs> guy. The headphone man. That's disturbing. I can't wait for that halftime show. Josh Flowers. How angry is Pascal from the All-Star snub? And what will be left after what will be left of the league after he's finished dominating over everyone? Heat versus Raptors, Raps in 7. Let's go. Raps in 4, baby. That's right. It's a sweep now, Josh. But thank you for the question. Do you think he cares about the All-Star snub? A little bit, yeah. Like I said, man, I think these you get incentives in your contract if you make an All-Star. So you lost a couple bucks for sure. Well, you didn't lose, you didn't get. Yes. Who do you think shouldn't like, who should he be Chris there in Middleton. place of? Yeah, Chris Middleton. <laughs> Chris Middleton, buddy. You don't even need to finish the sentence. Dude, they were talking about, I think maybe it was on a Ringer podcast. It doesn't fucking matter. I was listening, and they were talking about the amount of player votes 
in fan votes Chris Middleton got and which players got as many or more. Chris Boucher got as many player and fan votes as Chris Middleton. How fucked up is that? It's crazy, man. Everyone wants to punch him. I told you. <laughs> so, yeah, he could. I'm, I'm okay with LaMelo getting that extra spot, though. Yeah, dude, you want to see LaMelo in a goddamn All-Star game. Exactly. It's made for crazy people. Crazy shit. Players like him. But, ah, whatever. I, on SiriusXM, the best thing I heard is, like, they're going over it. And they're everyone on that I've heard on Sirius was just like, hey, he deserves it. But he missed 16 games at the start of the season. It's like, you can't. I guess some of those guys missed some games too, man. But well, so did Jimmy Butler. That's the thing. That's but, what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, Miami's first, so you know, whatever. It's yeah. Fucking, there's a lot of factors. It's fine, dude. He deserves to be it's there. Fine. He's not there. It's all good. He'll make a uh, All NBA. So he has to. Yeah, he'll get that money for that bonus in his contract. And for sure. dude, would you not? Would you rather, if you were a player, wouldn't? I'm sure the All Star Game is a big deal because you're like, I'm a fucking man for four or five days. Yeah. But wouldn't but when the man, it's all said and done, man in Cleveland though, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, when it's all said and done though, wouldn't you rather have as part of your legacy an All NBA over an All Star? Well, I don't know. All that's NBA a, first team, I'd definitely take over an All Star. So when like uh, when fans are talking about it, do you think they weigh All NBA or All Stars more? I think if you're a real basket, not a real, but if you're like a basketball basketball fan, yeah. I think you go All NBA. If I agree. Like a, I 100% agree with that. If you're a casual fan, which is nothing wrong with that, I think you'd say All-Star. Yeah. But All-NBA is like, first of all, it's a full season. Mm-hmm. And second, it's like, yo, you fucking, you're one of the best players all season long in this league. Yep. All-Star, you get the fan voting. You know, there's just. Yeah, yeah. There's shady shit in there yeah. in the All-Star game for sure. Goddamn Kyrie almost made the goddamn All-Star game. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Kamal. I like analysis on Boucher going full Kojak in Charlotte with post-game sucker. And please explain his Slim Jim tweet. I don't know what the Kojak thing is, do you? Uh, he had a lollipop. A lollipop. Oh. Yeah, Kojak. Wasn't that like a show? Did Probably on the same time Lingo was on, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Kojak was a detective, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he always had a lollipop. Okay. That's good. He's good a bald head guy, right? Kamal. Yeah, it is. Telly Savalas. I don't know who that is, but God damn it. He's I Kojak. See him in his, I see him in my head with a lollipop, <laughs> so I knew what was going on. Never seen that show in my life, but. Well, if there were ever celebrities on Lingo, I can guarantee Telly would have fucking been there. <laughs> I, if I didn't look up Lingo, I would have sworn you. this is some dream that you had. <laughs> it was around in the early 2000s. Chuck Woolery was the fucking host. And I was, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember though, I believe. It was when Fox was starting to blow up with like the Simpsons and NFL football and everything. And then they're like, now we've got a game show. Right. And it's fucking lingo. <laughs> New York Times didn't didn't yeah. even Google it. It's all young kids there. Didn't Dr. even Google New York it. Times. <laughs> Just they don't know what? who Dr. Dre is, Barry. <laughs> Sounds like a cool game. We'll give you $2 million for it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sell them Hangman next week. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, Tic Tac Toe. You ever heard of it? <laughs> it's brand new. I designed it for my girlfriend. <laughs> Dirty Ellen Pond. Just pissed off thinking about the ridiculous list of players that the media and NBA Twitter said were better than Pascal Siakam. Don't get pissed off, baby. Just enjoy it. Yeah, let them let them fuel the fire. We get the we get the last laugh every time. So they don't know what you're talking about. M. W. Carter, who would be on y'all's wish list of buyout candidates? Goran Dragic, guys, bring <laughs> him back. Could use a veteran point guard to back up Fred. Give him some minutes. Someone to handle the ball. <laughs> veteran presence, baby. Dude, I'll tell you who's on the list of my buyouts. One hundred percent is DeAndre Bembry. Is he going to get bought out? Bro, they released him. The Nets released him because of the trade. Yes, <laughs> they got Simmons. We don't Only need you. He started. Like, we got someone else that can't shoot, buddy. <laughs> he, started, he started like 10 games for them this year. Where the hell is Rondé Hollis Jefferson? Let's go get Bruno back. JM, would you guys rather fight an OG-sized duck or 100 ducks-sized OGs? Phenomenal question. That's a really great question. Phenomenal okay. question. Hmm. That's a tough one. I think I'm. I think I'm going a uh, hundred little OGs. Okay, in theory that sounds good because you can kick a lot of them. Yeah, but there's a hundred of them. Yep, like they're gonna swarm you. It's it's sometimes I my brain has a hard time 
uh, like getting my head around how much a hundred actually is. A <laughs> <laughs> hundred ducks. It's not easy. No. It's not easy. It's like when you see a million pieces of rice versus a billion pieces of rice. Hey. Right? Looks the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of rice. It's a lot of rice. Okay, so... Uh, birds are terrifying. Yeah, I don't think people really not a bird guy. Really, I, I don't think people really know how scary birds are. Dinosaurs, for God's sakes, they you are. Fight an OG size one. They really are. Fight a goddamn T Rex, might as well. I guess. Yeah, I would think the hundred. Do I get to size. use weapons for our either or? That's if it's a fist fight. I'm hundred percent. You got to go. The little ones. The you little ones. You don't want a gigantic duck. No. With but. your fist, but if you get a weapon, mm-hmm. not firearm. <laughs> well, if you got a gun, yeah, well, what about a flamethrower? All, all, give me all of them. Then it doesn't matter <laughs> about a gun. Hundred little ones and uh, one big one, dude. It's, uh, it's like a video game. You got to fight all the little ones, and you get to the boss. That's a great question. And you though, can Jay. punt the little ones into the big one. There's your weapon. Couple combos. Your weapon is the little OGs. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them all on. Great question. Great question. Keep them coming, Jay. I am Scoot. For your date on Valentine's Day, you're forced to wear one of the following. Ken Bridges face mask, Nick's Murdoch Mysteries outfit, his size, not yours, or Chris Boucher's game-worn headband. <laughs> Which do you choose and why? Hmm. Like, like Another a, great question. It's a really good question. I am Scoot. I might go with the Ken Birch face mask. That's what I was thinking, man. <laughs> COVID compliance, baby. Keep <laughs> your mask on. <laughs> you imagine walking around that fucking that thing? Be, well, people think you're a murderer. Yeah. You got to put that on to fight the ducks. Oh, that's good. Face protection. It is. You're right, though, the murder thing, because it's very much a Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. Look, I'm sure. Okay. I don't know why the league doesn't let them uh, wear colored ones. I don't get that. Like, we opened up the shoes now. You can wear whatever color shoes you want. Mm. Why, why does it have to be a clear face mask? Good question. Great question, actually. Let's get some patterns on there. Kim could have a full Canadian flag on his face when he's playing. <laughs> That's good. Well, wasn't it? Remember when Kobe had the black one? And they're like, no. So did LeBron. So did Kyrie. And they're like, you have to take this off. I don't understand what the problem was with that. I don't know. It looks so much cooler. It looked cooler. And it's like, it's a fucking face mask. It looks like please. Batman. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Remember LeBron and he had the long sleeve jersey on? Yes. Or was that Kyrie? Both of them, I think, at the same time. That's right. Both got their face smashed in. Man. Bring back the long sleeve jerseys. No, it's not good. Bring them all the way down. <laughs> Full long, like a soccer goalie's uh, like a, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Or a hoodie. Give them a hoodie. <laughs> Give them a hoodie. <laughs> hoodie, hoodie mellow. What do you mean? It's just... Hoodie mellow. It's, Dude, it's... he used to put the hood on and then the headband over the hood, too. Like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there for the take. Then you put the face mask on there, buddy. You're a superhero. You're the you're Mavs man. You remember? You know that mascot? Mavs man. That was a mascot, Mavs man. He's still a mascot. Jeez. The Mavs, I think the Ma- the Mavericks have two uh, mascots. Jesus Christ, Sandra Luptic. What are we doing with the final roster spot? Center, Ennis Freedom, Greg Monroe. If his ten day runs out, Marcus Hall. Yes. Bench gunner Jody Meeks is shooting forty eight point six percent from three for the nine oh five. Also, Ooh. shout out. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Shout out to Jody Meeks, man. And the feel good story. Convert Champagne, bring back DJ Wilson, or Sam Decker. Sam Decker, man. That was the forgotten feel-good story at the beginning of the season. Let's get that guy's positivity back in here. Yeah, right? let's go. Who? I don't know. Is there anyone from the bio you're interested in? I, I guess we got to see who's there. I'm saying, man, DeAndre Bembry, what are we doing? Yeah, that'll help our center uh, issues. <laughs> get Bembry back in here. We just need a bench, dude. We literally Dude, I bet the, the, the tunnel fits with Bembry and uh, Gary Trent would be out of oh, control, though. Right? It would be fucking nuts. What do we, at this point, we only really need one legit bench guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've got... Or we just need our guys uh, to get a little bit better, baby. <laughs> like, it could all happen in-house. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So with that in mind, let's get DeAndre Bembry back here just for the fashion. Yeah, let's go. Uh, sometimes... Uh, yeah, the solution is right under your nose. You know, you don't got to look out into someone else's yard. It's right here in ours. Cut your own grass. What are these sayings that I'm saying? They're, Amen. No, there's, I'm, there's something. I'm with you on all this. Yeah. And final question goes to Michael Barnes. Does Goran Dragic deserve to be booed? Is he important enough to be booed? Would you boo him? Can I just boo this man? <laughs> <laughs> 
You can, you can boo whoever you want, brother. I mean, listen, I don't think he deserves to be booed. No, I think his statue should be up there uh, out front Scotiabank Arena, man. I just, I think at this point, do any of us care enough? about Goran. I don't think any of us cared enough. I think people are just rallying themselves up for no reason. Yes. Like people are like, oh, he's a bum. He's like, we told him not to come. We didn't want it, it wasn't he was like, now fuck this. He, he did play a couple games. Again, man, that clip that was going around recently from the beginning of the season where he's trying to fire up the bench and they're just staring at him blankly. Just Fred's like, like buddy, you're you not, we, we're, we don't need this right now. Like we're Fred 100% was like, uh, Hey, I'm trying to be an all-star uh, <laughs> this year, so you're gonna have to get the fuck out yeah. of here. It's like, can you go polish my ring in the back, <laughs> and then I'll we'll talk to you after the game or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hit up uh, Trivago and I'll get you a ticket right back to Slovenia, buddy. <laughs> dude, dude, Raptors fans are so insane. That, that clip of uh, the Miami Heat—they're like, is that Goran Dragic guarding Oladipo? I think it was. Oh, yeah. They had to put it out like, this is our video guy. Did they really? Miami Heat, 100%. That's so funny. Yeah. I wanted that. Because that, that, that blew the fuck up. Oh, also, speaking of Raptors Twitter destroying shit, did you see when Gordon Hayward's wife oh, Lord. tweeted about that injury and yeah. blamed Gary? Yeah. And then like <laughs> an hour later, she posts again looking fucking rattled. And she's just like, I didn't mean he did anything. Gary's a good person. I was like, you don't. Fuck no. with Raptors Twitter. Like, no, it's psychopath. Don't do it. Yeah, legit psycho. saying fucking Gary flopped. Our beloved. And like, first of all, your husband's the one who went to block him. Yeah, Captain right? Captain America. For, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the dude was going for a, ba- a bucket. Your husband was playing some good defense. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. You just don't fuck with Raptors Twitter, man. No, it's not. And I don't even know if we qualify as part of Raptors Twitter because I don't know if we want to qualify. No, no, I don't. We don't lump ourselves in that. Because we, we do a podcast, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and we tweet in the Raptors world, but uh, people go fucking crazy. People go goddamn crazy. I don't want Chris Boucher cussing me out on no fucking podcast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want that in my life. Okay, don't, no. don't, don't retweet our shit. Don't tell nobody nothing, man. We're not involved in that. That's fair. But speaking of Twitter, hey. Thanks to everybody who hit us up mm-hmm. on Twitter. We appreciate big time the Twitter questions. Amazing questions, man. So I'm going to think about that OG duck thing all day. I like that. I like questions like that a lot. Big fan. Actually. So yeah. that, that was a good one. Thank you. And real quick, once again, just a reminder, we've got our comedy records show happening Thursday, February 24th at Comedy Bar. Limited tickets. We'll tweet out the link. If you want to go for free, we've got a Talking Raptors guest list. Just email me, bt at comedyrecords.ca, and we'll set that up. We'll keep that going for another week. Um, so, yeah, let us know. It's going to be fun. Nick's going to be performing, of course. Voice of the podcast. Monty Scott will be there. It's a great time had by all. It's going to be a, it's gonna be a doozy. And that's the comedy bar uh, at Blue and Ossington, not the... Right, there's two comedy there's bars. There's two comedy now. bars. So. Shout out to comedy bar. Yes, we're in the, the Blue and Ossington. The OG one. Location, yeah. Thanks again to everybody who hit us up. Really can't say enough good things about this team right now. Let's keep on. Uh, I was gonna say keep on trucking, but I, I, this. Uh, <laughs> That's the worst. I shouldn't say that at that this is point. The worst choice of words. Yeah. You could. Keep on cruising, boys. <laughs> <laughs> keep on jogging. <laughs> Let's go, Raptors. Hey, thanks for sticking around, checking out the Comedy Records segment here on Talking Raptors. This week, we're going to feature another roster member from the label, and he's also going to be performing at our show this Thursday, February 24th at Comedy Bar. He's an absolute, one of the greatest people and comedians. Comedy wizard. He's, uh, he's a legend. His name is Todd Graham, and his album, Bustin' Loose, is available on all platforms. He's extremely funny. He, if you uh, if you thought I was my girlfriend's favorite comic, you're wrong. It's uh, it's <laughs> that's right. It's uh, legit. This man here. That's right. And he's an older guy. He's been doing it for a while. But he's actually for those of you who are into to video and mashups and all that stuff, he is credited as making the first ever video mashup back in the early '90s. He put together a mashup with footage from Apocalypse Now. And Disney's Winnie the Pooh commercials. 
cartoons, not commercials. And then uh, he was actually a student at OCAD when he did this, and it got a lot of notoriety. He mm-hmm. actually he became he was the he was the first one to do it. Everyone's like, "What is this?" And of course, obviously now video mashups are everywhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he he was credited for that, and is still credited for that, and in a bunch of film textbooks and and stuff all all over the planet. So he, history maker. Yeah, he's he's a very unique, talented, great, great person, extremely talented comic. And again, he's going to be there Thursday, February 24th at Comedy Bar. If you want to come check it out, hit us up. We'll throw you on the guest list. But this comes from his album, Bustin' Loose. It's Todd Graham on the Comedy Record segment on Talking Raptors. I have a cell phone now. I got a, a cell phone. Uh, I'm a late adopter. Uh, you want to see it? See my, yeah, it's pretty good. Here it is. Yeah. yeah. It's not on yet. But uh, one thing at a time. Yeah. But I but I'm excited. I, I understand that you can you can send pictures with these things. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited about that. Cuz uh, also when I was younger, and you wanted to show somebody your penis, <laughs> you had to go all the way over to their house. <laughs> and, and, and press it against the window. <laughs> you know, and that, that wasn't always easy either. Especially if they lived uh, in the basement. <laughs> you thought it was going to go top floor, didn't you? <laughs> no, you can you can figure that shit out. <laughs> you know, there's fire escapes. You can you can find a way up there, and still manage to expose yourself with some dignity. <laughs> but not the basement. Oh, man. You gotta lie down on your side. (laughs) Gotta gotta wiggle your pants off. (laughs) Nobody wins. (laughs) 